content discussed on this show is not necessarily the opinion of the cast of Spiritually Raw. And topics quite often are for mature audiences only. So, if you happen to have your 13-year-old listening in... Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to Spiritually Raw. And uh, yeah, yeah, right back at you, right back at you. So you can tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time on BBS Radio. And we are over in over hundreds of the world's largest live broadcast stations and live streaming in over 36 countries. So if you would like to become a guest on Spiritually Raw, all you have to do is go to spirituallyraw.com. Put in your uh, information, it'll get right to us, and don't forget to download your copy, your free copy of Secrets to Interview Riches in the process there. And guess what? If you like Spiritually Raw, you are going to love Spiritually Raw Uncensored, and you that's coming soon to you. Just go to patreon.com forward slash spiritually raw uncensored. Check that out. You're going to love it. Yeah! Thank you very much. Yes, we felt the same way. <laughs> All right, let's talk about who's up. Yes, let's welcome today Terry L. Cook. This is actually part two of The Duke of Hell. Terry L. Cook has written more than 27 books and dozen bestsellers. His latest sci-fi novel, The Duke of Hell, The World's Final Dictator, is about, what do you think, the end of the world. He's appeared as an expert guest on thousands of international radio and TV shows during the past 25 years, including the very prestigious 2012 History Channel TV special entitled Countdown to Apocalypse, which was reared thereafter on global television for quite a few more years. He's a retired Los Angeles professional, police professional, military war veteran, a former National Guard officer, and if that's not enough, he's also a licensed commercial jet airline pilot with over 3,000 hours of flying experience. All right, Mr. So Terry he can Cook. take you around the world. Yeah. And he can also save your life at the same time. Well, at least he can fly, so when we're escaping. So, how you doing, Terry? <laughs> oh, that's a, quite an introduction. And yes, I'm no, I'm no fly by night, even though, even though I'm authorized to fly at night. I'm I'm not a fly by night personnel. So, what the hell is going on right now? Is it end of times, end of world, end of era? What what, what is it from your perspective? Lots happened since the last time you've been yeah, on the show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no. It's a very good question. At no time in history, even during the 1918 Spanish flu, have we experienced such a lockdown situation that happened virtually uh, overnight. So, yes, it's a very unusual circumstance, and uh, frankly, it's uh, spooky, and many people don't really know how to interpret it other than, indeed, it is spooky. Do you think it is a man-made bioweapon? What do you think it all is? Has it was uh, it intentional? I'm I'm convinced it is. In fact, the Rockefeller Foundation. You may be familiar with the term Illuminati. Oh yeah. And uh, the Rockefeller Foundation did a study back in 2010 that was called. You might want to write this down, ladies and gentlemen, because. This is a very important subject, although it's not specifically about my show today. However, it lends itself uh, to the show because, as you know in my introductory video, 
I postulated that there would be three basic big scenarios that would make the world need a Messiah from outer space, uh, from out of this world, as it were. And those three scenarios would involve a pandemic, a disease pandemic, as well as an economic collapse, which is about to follow here very shortly in reality. And then World War III, which is on the verge of happening. And this is why Trump has many of our generals in the bunkers under Cheyenne Mountain in Norad. Are you aware of that? Are you talking about the oh, sex trafficking bunkers, or which bunkers are you talking about? Well, uh, the bunkers in Cheyenne and Colorado Springs in NORAD uh, basically are uh, many stories below dirt. And uh, that's where all the generals go when they anticipate nuclear war. So uh, we have many of those top generals now that a week ago went into the bunkers uh, at NORAD, Colorado Springs in the Cheyenne Mountains there. Uh, I think it's about 40 stories below. So when we're, as we're going through this right now, and they're saying, you know, when you watch, everybody watches the news, they're saying that basically at the end of April, you know, is this lockdown gets started, uh, get lifted, yeah? So what's your opinion on that? Do you feel like it's still going to be going on? Do you feel like, or are we, is there some sort of light at the end of the tunnel here? Well, the light at the end of the tunnel is a magnetic train. You know, we used to say it used to be a, a freight train. You know, the light, it was a freight train, but now it's a magnetic train going at about 300 miles an hour. Forget the freight train, that's too slow. But yes, uh, it's uh, its not going away. Uh, the governor here, I'm in Spokane, Washington, and the governor in uh, the state of Washington initially said when he imposed uh, such confinement on us that we'd have to stay in our homes or be a sub subject to uh, uh, arrest, as it were. Um, he said that it would last roughly two or more weeks. Now, that was over two weeks ago, and now they just said uh, May 4 or June 4, somewhere in that vicinity. And Bill Gates was just on television, and he's all over the news as we speak, saying that we need to be locked down as an entire nation for at least the next 10 weeks. Yeah, until everybody gets the vaccine, which is absolutely insane. Are you well, saying... Well, excuse me. He said he's developing the vaccine. He, he uh, introduced about $100 million into the research to develop a vaccine, but he himself said it won't be available for 18 months. That's a year and a half down the road. So something doesn't jive, does it, April? Not at all. Are you saying, though, that you think the um, quarantine is going to be extended past the end of April? Oh, yeah. Uh, it, ha it has been planned since 2010. Uh, take, I start to tell you the name of the document that you can research uh, by the Rockefeller Foundation, uh, their organization within the Rockefeller Foundation is called G as in George, B as in boy, N as in November, GBN, which means Global Business Network. And this document called Scenarios for the Future of Technology and International Development was published in 2010. In, in which they proposed many scenarios that would happen or might happen in the future, uh, one of which was called uh, Operation Lockstep. Now, this was called a scenario narrative um, and in which they explored the various um, aspects of 
things that may or may not happen, of course, um, in just a few years that may require uh, certain steps by the global government uh, at, you know, called, that we know is going to result in a new world order, okay, which is on the back of the dollar bill. The pyramid on the back of the dollar bill says new world order. So uh, this, this proposed operation, which was one of four scenarios, is called lockstep. And uh, under the title lockstep, in on page 18 of this publication, I have it right in front of me. I'm reading it right now. Pulled it right down from the Rockefeller Foundation. It says, a world of tighter top-down government control and more authoritarian leadership. Did you hear that word authoritarian, which means which means dictatorship. So do you think Trump is for it or against it? Well, they're for it because the people who want a new world order want a global dictatorship of world communism. And uh, who created world communism, Jay? Well, Karl Marx. But who was Karl Marx if he got the credit for having invented communism or socialism or Marxism? Same, same thing. Uh, Karl Marx was a Satanist. He was a devil worshiper. So the whole concept of communism or Marxism or socialism or progressivism, uh, you know, use any name you want, but they still mean global Satanism. So what do you say to these people who are saying that, uh, let's say, for example, that we're going through this and you're saying, OK, it's a lead towards the new world order um, and you're saying this is what the people want. What do you see comes out of this, Terry? I mean, do you feel like let's let's kind of get let's go out. What is it? April right now. Let's go out to, let's say, July. Where do you see us with this? Well, the reason they're soft peddling the so-called climax of this whole mess is because it's just one step at a time. You know, the communists are successful at taking two steps forward and, if necessary, one step backward. And then, once again, two steps forward and, if necessary, one step backward. So, you know, you can't make everybody willingly cooperate if you give them the hard sell up front and tell them the truth. So you take them one step at a time into a total dictatorship which the Rockefeller Foundation calls lockstep, and they describe it as a total authoritarian leadership government with limited innovations and growing citizen feedback. In other words, a total dictatorship in which we'll have basically no authority over our lives at all, which is the way it's now looking. Okay, I mean, so hold, hold that thought. More, more when we get back with Terry, everybody. we got to take a quick break. Year is 2021, and the world finds itself under the direct control of an unquantifiable, unidentifiable, stealthy satanic conspiracy whose goal is nothing short of snatching the souls of everyone. Get your copy of Terry L. Cook's riveting new sci fi novel, The Duke of Hell, The World's Final Dictator, and get lost in a tale of planned calamities engineered by a secretive cabal intent on preparing the world for the arrival of its demonic alien master. 
While the hellish chaos begins to extend globally, only a very few are aware that Earth has entered its final hour. The Duke of Hell, the world's final dictator, grabs hold of your conscience and doesn't let up until the very last page has been read. And even then, it leaves you wanting more. The Duke of Hell, the world's final dictator, is available now in either paperback or Kindle formats from dukeofhell.com. Buy it now at dukeofhell.com. That's dukeofhell.com. Get your copy today at dukeofhell.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Spiracy Raw. Here we are again with Mr. Terry Cook, author of The Duke of Hell, The World's Final Dictator. So, Terry, you know, when we were um, getting back to the dictator conversations we've just been having here, so when we were with, let's say, for example, Obama, I mean, I, could, I guess I could kind of see it. A lot of people felt like they saw it in that going in that direction. Now, when you have Trump, and this is not any type of political view one side or the other, it almost seems like he's trying to get rid of that, or do you feel like you're going to... Uh, let me put it in perspective. I had someone... I had a few people from Canada um, that actually reached out to me this week who are anti-Trump or what's going on in America, but since the way this has all been handled uh, with this recent stuff with the virus, now they're all of a sudden big fans, and they think that you know he is the leader and he is actually fixing the past presidents from before. Do you have any feeling on that, or do you think he's all in alignment with them all? Well, yes. I, I uh, well, First of all, let me comment. I, I know we have limited time, and I am an expert on that. I've written a book about Obama, by the way. So um, here's the situation. Obama was a communist plant that took them 30 years to groom, educate, and position, and then place into office. He wasn't necessarily voted into office because the Illuminati owns the voting machine, which is called Debold Voting Company in Manhattan. So they own everything. They own the fake media, they own the voting mechanism, and they make it look as though it's not controlled, but they always give us a close race. So Obama was put in position to complete the destruction of America as a communist and as a as a homosexual and uh, also, uh, you know, something that was very foreign to America at the time. We've never had a non-Christian lead our country until him, uh, an Islamic. And uh, Islamicism is completely opposed to Christianity, even though they call it a religion, because it is a religion. Uh, it's a non-Christian religion. So then, of course, uh, Obama left office, and uh, we picked at Mr. Trump, who is opposed to all these things, and they hate him. They want to get rid of him, and he's trying to return America to the old form. Uh, he keeps reciting uh, everything Reagan did and, and uh, completed to restore America. But the bottom line is he's being imposed. He's only one man. He's being opposed by the Illuminati who want a global satanic communist new world order and then they want their Fuhrer uh, the Antichrist to come down in UFO and take command of the entire world and the United Nations. It all doesn't seem so crazy anymore. How did they No, not at all. <laughs> how did they allow then Trump to win? And I, I mean I totally get you know they, they uh, rule the voting that makes perfect sense and I never believed in voting ever up until Trump ran so, but how did they allow him then to run, to win? Uh, it was an anomaly. I, I don't think anybody has that figured out. I, I think it even Trump said it surprised him. 
So I don't know really what happened, but I, th- I think it was God's direct intervention to give us a little more time before he law allowed Satan to launch the conclusionary period of time called the seven-year tribulation period. You see, God's in direct control of that, and Christ himself breaks the seal of four horses of the apocalypse, the first seal which allow the white horse to begin the tribulation period, and that is the guy that the New Agers and people into the occult and, and Satanism, they are calling him online on their own websites and, and YouTube. They call him Ashtar, Commander Ashtar, UFO Command. And uh, in my educated opinion, this is the spirit. Uh, he's not necessarily a man. He's a demon, the top demon called the Great Duke of Hell in demonology. And he's the top three demons, uh, basically just under Lucifer himself. So he's going to be the son of Satan, the Antichrist, Commander Ashtar of the Ashtar Command. And you think we're going to see all- this in our lifetime? Oh, oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm over seventy now. I know I sound twenty nine. Thank you very much, you April. Yep, but... yep, yep. <laughs> twenty five. Oh, you sweet talker. No wonder you married that beautiful lady. <laughs> That's right, man. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. Because uh, Jesus said there would be one final generation. Generally speaking, a biblical generation can be anywhere from 40 to 120 years, but typically it's around 70 years. And Israel was restored to the homeland in 1947, the year I was born. And so roughly, uh, we are very close to the beginning of the tribulation, which is signified by the four horsemen of the apocalypse and Christ breaking the first seal, allowing the white horse to begin the seven-year tribulation period. Yes, we'll all be alive. Okay, Unless so I have, that, that's a, I have a heart attack tomorrow, I'll be alive. God forbid. Okay, so that's what I wanted to ask you then. So do you think, okay, first of all, what do they mean by breaking the white seal, number one? And have we entered into the beginning of the seven-year tribulation? Has this virus been the catalyst to the beginning of the seven-year tribulation? Well, those are great questions. You see, it's very confusing. Unless you've studied for you know most of your lifetime, which I have and many other great Christian men have. So let me answer it this way. This is why I wrote my fictional book, you see, because writing a fictional book allows me to state things uh, for which I could be a little bit off and still not be called a false prophet. Uh, as some people have been, you know, accused of being in the past when they say, I'm a, I'm a prophet of God and this is my prophecy. I've never done that. I never will do that. Because if you claim that, you better be uttering exactly what God wants you to say. Uh, otherwise, you get stoned or burnt at the stake. And, of course, <laughs> I don't want to do that. I don't want to have that happen to me. So what I did was I wrote a fictional book laying out the three scenarios that we are presently observing right now. We are presently observing these three scenarios that will precede the Antichrist rise to power when Christ does break the first seal and begin letting the four horsemen out of the gates. You see, so no, answer your question now. We have not yet begun that, uh, you know, the breaking of that first seal, but all this preliminary stuff uh, taking us to that point where the world will be desperate for an Antichrist, the world will be desperate for a Messiah, 
and then he'll come down to UFO and Christ will break the first seal and allow this as punishment to a sinful world. This will begin the seven-year period of punishment on everyone on earth except his elect, the believers in Jesus Christ. Okay, so just so I make sure I got what you said. So we'll know we're entering in that time period when the UFO and the spaceship comes down for all the world to see. That's going to be the big kahuna sign. Yes, the big kahuna sign. Yeah, he's not a, listen, this guy is not a Hawaiian. But the Hawaiians will worship him too, so he's not the big kahuna. But I guess you could call him the big kahuna in terms of being at the top of the demonic hierarchy in demonology. And we'll, his, uh, his Old Testament name is Ashtar Roth. Ashtar Roth, R O T H. Now, remember Rothschild. That's where Rothschild pretty much got his name. So, so is Rothschild is the head of the international banking community, he's yep. the head of the Illuminati. He's in, he's in London, you see. So, see how it all ties together. Yep. And the Old Testament mentions Ashtar Roth as one of the most powerful demons up near Lucifer, Baal, and so on. Okay, hold that thought. More with Terry when we come back from a break, everybody. Because I want to know, is this Ashtar going to look human when we come back? All right, we'll find out. Sherry Anshara, medical intuitive, international best-selling author, creator of the Anshara Method, so within 10 minutes or less, you begin to resolve and dissolve the root cause of the painful symptoms that you have an issue with. How? A unique process that unlocks deep-seated emotional pain, stress, and trauma by facilitating the release of core issues that reside within the body. Sherry's clients discover that healing does not take a long time at all when Sherry Anshara gets to the core of why the issue started. So get the clarity to heal yourself, your relationships, and live the best life ever. Go to SherryAnshara.com to schedule an appointment or for more information at SherryAnshara.com. It is my pleasure to introduce you to Billy Jean, certified in NLP and Reiki Master. Billie Jean's unique approach to drumming and native healing, as well as her coaching and mentoring, provides a deep healing in animals and humans. It is Billie Jean's mission to connect you to Mother Earth because really, isn't that what it's all about? You will notice a tremendous difference in the spirit energy around you immediately following your session with Billie Jean. So to book your session or for rates, contact Billie Jean at spiritwalker5678 at gmail.com. And that's Billie Jean at spiritwalker5678 at gmail.com. Get worldwide exposure. Be heard live on hundreds of the world's largest live broadcast stations. Spiritually Raw, the ass whipping truth wants you. We expose and explore controversial truths, myths, theories, and dogmas surrounding the spirit world, and no topic is taboo. Do you have an amazing or unusual personal story? Are you an author, expert, or authority in ancient mysteries, conspiracy theories, UFOs, aliens, world religions, or anything revolving around the spirit world? If so, then Spiritually Raw wants you. Be a featured guest, highlight your products and services, and showcase your personality. We book up really fast, so go to spirituallyraw.com and submit your request today. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you very much for tuning in to Spiritually Raw. We're with Mr. Terry Cook. So, Terry, before we go on again, I want to circle back a little bit when we were talking about Obama. So, the perfect Manchurian 
candidate. Mm-hmm. Did he, first of all, why did they elect to choose from your perspective? Well, obviously we know he's black, but uh, a black, well, he's Muslim, black, and actually. gay man to be this candidate. I think he was because he was the perfect abomination of everything. Ah. And yes, yes, April, April, you were you're exactly correct. He's half white. Uh, his mama was white, and she liked black. She might she liked black men. Uh, so uh, she traveled the world finding you know many black lovers. And uh, the bottom line is he was the perfect abomination to place in the presidential suite. In order to destroy us, he was everything from the left. He was even left left-handed physically. Hmm. Did do you think he accomplished what he said? What they, they said. what they set out for him to do? Do you feel like he accomplished that? Yes, and this, this is why when Trump surprisingly won and began reversing it, uh, they came after him with everything, including the kitchen sink, mm-hmm. and they and they still are. They couldn't take him out of office legitimately with all the lies they postulated over the last three and a half years. So now they're trying other means of doing so. And so let's just pray for our president that he keeps America intact as long as possible. But still, no one can stop the fulfillment of prophecy. You cannot pray to God that he stop his prophetic work because he says these things must happen. So he's he's getting ready to wrap up everything he's he's. Do you think that the world will ever know that Michelle is really Michael Obama? What? Yeah. Wow. You know, you, you're, you're one of the most knowledgeable people I've ever heard have the courage to say that on the air. And uh, I'm amazed that you know that, April. So you're, you two are extremely well read. Thank you. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, it was one of the best kept non-secrets on the planet. Do you think that's why they killed um, Joan Rivers? Because, yes. right, yeah. Is she, You're uh, so proud of yourself right now, aren't you? I very You really are. Now. Oh, Terry, I tell you. Oh. <laughs> Jay's like, You're crazy. You got a gold star from Terry. <laughs> Terry gave you a gold star. Oh, that's so cute. Uh, five stars. <laughs> five stars. I mean, right. It's, it's, I mean, like, so much of me really hopes that it does just to wake people up. So where do the two? Go? Okay, so if that's a, true, okay, lie okay, after okay. Lie after all right. Well, okay, just give me a second here. But how, if if that is true, okay, where the two kids come from? They were she had they had a surrogate, dum dum. They had a surrogate. Well, yes. Here's you have to understand that the entire marriage was a communist setup from the beginning. See, uh, uh, Michael. You know, actually, Obama slipped once and he called Michelle Michael. Exactly. So uh, you have to understand that this abomination, the, the entire family is an abomination from hell. Uh, you know, deeply communist. She, she came from a deeply communist family. Uh, all of Chicago is known for having been a headquarters for communism, communism since World War II. So it's, it's a very satanic area. So when we go through this, um, are we going to, is this where you start to, at what point in time do you start feeling this or? This mark of the beast that people are talking about. Is this in this whole era that we're in right now? Well, no. That, that whole area, well, let me use your phraseology. The area that we're in right now is the prelude creating the environment 
that makes the world desperate for some kind of a messiah from outside this planet. It's not going to be Obama or some are even alleging Trump now. It's going to be somebody from another sphere, from, you know, from, from heaven, you see, because it's going to be a counterfeit of Christ. And to answer your earlier question, April, will he look like a human being? Yeah, he's, he's going to be about what. What do you think? Oh, I think Juan, I think we lost him. Second coming of Christ. He does that on his website. He's going to look similar to Christ. You know, he's going to be white and he's going to have some uh, blonde hair. Probably. This is why I depicted him as such on my book cover because he's going to claim he's the return of Christ. And they call him Jesus Sanandra in the occult community. It's not, they don't call him Jesus Christ. They can't say that. God won't allow him to say that. So they call him Jesus Sanandra, which is the satanic Christ or the Maitreya of the New Age. So do the Satans or the Luciferians, the Illuminati, that whole sector, whatever you want to tag them as, when they see this Ashtar come down where he portrays himself to be the Jesus, do they know that it's not the Jesus? Oh, yeah, absolutely. They're in full control. You see, the way my book is set up, my friends, uh, Ashtar is out there in solar whereversville. I call it Solarville. And he's orchestrating the Illuminati to create the, uh, the phony circumstances that are very real. But to set up, in other words, set up the world to receive him. And he's also connected to the Vatican. You may not have heard about this, but the Vatican has spent a billion dollars creating a Project Lucifer outer space telescope in order to watch Ashtar come in. And the entire Vatican is set up to receive Commander Ashtar at the Vatican because according to scripture, it appears as though the Pope, the the seated Pope at the time, and by the way, uh, the current Pope is being uh, fought right now by another pope who wants to remove him for the first time in pope history. So uh, whoever the pope ends up being at the time Ashtar arrives, uh, that pope will actually welcome the arrival of Commander Ashtar in his UFO, and it will proclaim to the world, of course, scripturally, he's the false prophet, but will proclaim to the world that, indeed, this Ashtar guy is the second coming of Christ in a UFO, save us. Ah, it, it, the telescope in the Vatican. Um, the name of it uh, isn't it Lucifer? Yeah, he just said that. Oh, oh. Yeah, he just said yeah. that. No, you're you're absolutely right. That that's the acronym. That's the abbreviation. It's a long uh, name. You can you can research it online. Project Lucifer in Tucson. So the so they're being. What's the point of them being so obvious about all this now? Well, they're not obvious except to us. You see, you guys are spiritually born-again Christians. Uh, You're doing the spirituality show, and I know that, but you cannot be as knowledgeable as as you two are without being born-again Christians. So you see, this is obvious only to the elect. Scripture says, Jesus said, if it were possible, even his very elect would be deceived by the arrival of the Antichrist. So listen, there's only going to be a handful of us who understands this. So it's obvious to us because we're saved, we're born again, and we see the light. 
But the rest of the world is going to worship him. Now, back to your question about the mark of the beast, Jay. That is imposed upon the world during the final half of the seven-year tribulation. In three and a half years, the uh, Antichrist arrives. He, he stops war. He signs a peace treaty. He looks great. You know, the Pope endorses him as the return of Christ. He looks he calls down fire from heaven. He fools the whole world. People say, who is like this man? Who can resist him? Uh, and then he sits down in the newly re rebuilt temple in Jerusalem. During the, the beginning of the final three and a half years, he, he declares himself God and says, everybody must worship me. If you worship me, I'll give you my chip, my mark in your right hand so you can buy and sell. If you refuse to worship me, I'll cut off your head. Revelation 20. You know, I just thought about something with Bill Gates wanting everybody on the planet to be vaccinated. Do you think that there is any type of correlation with the vaccination and this 666 mark? Excellent question, but no. You see, look, the vaccination is a part of the depopulation program that Bill is in charge of. Right. He's even He even stored his sperm in the Arctic so that later on down the way sometime that people can duplicate him. He's such an amazing man, isn't he? Oh, he's wonderful. Okay. Uh -huh. I want to so he's up. See, he's a committee of 300 member of the Illuminati, and he's in charge of depopulating the world through vaccination programs and everything with a nice cynical smile on his face. You see, they want to depopulate 80% of the planet. They want to kill 80% of us with war, vaccines, and so forth. So that's who Bill Gates is. That's crazy. And then the market. And he, he refuses to vaccinate his children, by the way, in case anyone didn't know that. Yeah, well, they, they don't want to shoot their own kids up with poison. They right. just want the rest of us to die. Exactly. So if you if, the, if you don't see that now clearly, I don't know. I can't help you. And so if you don't take this, if you don't take this vaccination, then what happens to you? Well, then, then you will be an outcast, and they're already talking about that right now. You see, just this morning, I read an article that you will get a certificate of vaccine uh, vaccination. You will get a certificate, and without that certificate of vaccination, you won't be able to go anywhere or do anything. Kids won't be able to go to school. You see, now that's just the beginning of the Mark of the Beast program. My first book on the Mark of the Beast was titled the mark of the new world order. And I wrote that in 1994 on biochip implants in the right hand. Um, that's actually kind of what I meant when I said that I was wondering if it was a step in that direction because they yes, kind of do feel like they it, correlate. Yeah, absolutely, April. It's a conditioning step right, in that direction. Right, that's what I meant. But thank it's a, you, but it's thank you. But it's a different technology. A vaccine is a different technology than a biochip implant, you know, one of those RFID chip implants. Right. And they're, but they're already voluntarily doing that in Sweden right now. Which is insane. I will never, ever, ever get vaccinated. Well, it's a spiritual thing, April. So say, for example, someone knocked you out. You said, no, I ain't taking that damn thing. That's from the devil. And they knock you out and put a chip in your right hand. Are you going to hell because of that? No. You see, because here's the deal. Oh. The Antichrist Someone knocked wants your her out, worship. Yeah. The devil wants to be worshipped. That's what all this is about. He wants the whole world to worship him. He's going to force them to worship him by saying, you'll be an outcast if you don't worship me. So you'll be an outcast. You so won't be able to buy and sell. You won't be able to have a government job. You won't get government rations. You must worship me 
and then I'll give you my mark of the beast so you can buy and sell. However, if you refuse to worship me, I'll cut off your head. This is great mm. stuff, man. We need to get this stuff on video. Oh, but then again, we already are. <laughs> coming soon. These coming Satanists soon. are really screwed. I mean, they're, they're, well, I was about to say they're just such a, a different level of, but they're not, they're not human. Would you say the Satanists, Terry, are not of human origin? They're Satanists. No, no, no. Well, I, I'm uh, talking about. You're both, you're both right. You see, here's the thing. Demonic possession of a human body is what it amounts to. You see, these people in the Illuminati, the top 300, uh, specifically the 13 in charge of all of them, they have become so demonically possessed that they are they are actually human demonic forms. Like human, but they are humanoids? human, yes. What are, are they reptilian? Well, you see, that, that garbage technology is what, has been foisted upon us since about 1947 when uh, 15 sightings occurred. Now, it's interesting that from that point of time till now, we've been told about all these different varieties of reptilians. Uh, some are good, some are bad, they say. And, of course, uh, we, we, we should trust them. Uh, chances are we'll get the good guys when they come down to connect with us. Right? Isn't that what we've heard? Oh, Yeah. So basically, uh, we have to go back to the Garden of Eden. You have to understand there's nothing new under the sun. Scripture says that. So what was the original reptile in the Garden of Eden, Jay and April? The snake. Ah, so uh, what oh do all gosh. of the reptilians look like? They even call themselves reptiles. They look like snakeheads. Exactly. So you see, it's, it's 6,000 years since the Garden of Eden. We're wrapping things up. But Satan never changes his is literal form, and his top three names in Scripture are the serpent, the dragon, and the goat. Now, Scripture says in twenty-five Matthew twenty-five thirty-two that at the great white throne judgment after this life, after this life, God will take all the spirits who have ever lived and followed Satan and put them on his left side as goats. And then all of the sheep that have followed God and Christ throughout every moment of time since the Garden of Eden, they will all be sheep on his right. There is nobody in the middle. There are no transgender religionists. There are either the satanic goats on the left or, or the sheep on the right. Now, internationally for 6,000 years, the biggest symbol of Satan has been the goat of Mendes and a five-pointed pentagram star. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. You know this, too? Mm -hmm. Yes, I do. All right, listen, everybody, we're coming down to the end of the show. Terry, Terry, good stuff again. Thank you very much for being on here with us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, Terry, how does everybody find out about you again and uh, where they can get in contact with you, buy your books, and learn more about what Terry's got going on? Thank you. You may go to my website. You can buy the book there, and you can also watch my 13-minute, very informative uh, book trailer video, and that's at www.dukeofhell.com, dukeofhell.com. Very informative video. Click on the red button to buy my book from Amazon. There you go, everybody. Terry Cook, dukeofhell.com. Maybe we should hire Terry as a voiceover. <laughs> Be perfect. Dukeofhell.com. All right, everybody, listen, I hope you enjoyed it because he most certainly did on this end. Thank you, everyone. And together, we will turn the key to global harmony and create a unified world. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And remember, 
Tune in often, tell all your friends, and most importantly, may all your dreams come true. Many blessings.